You're listening to episode 124 of 88 Cups of Tea with Yin Cheng. Am I doing this right? <laughs> Hi, I'm your host, Yin Cheng, and thanks for joining me on 88 Cups of Tea. This podcast is created to leave you feeling motivated from interviews with storytellers, where we learn how they create opportunities for a successful career without losing sight of the values that make us human. Woo, that was a really long run on sentence. What's up, storytellers? I am so thrilled to thank Wattpad for sponsoring today's episode. Wattpad connects authors with a massive global audience and community of people who love stories, from science fiction to romance and everything in between. Do me a favor and hang around at the end of the show to find out more about Wattpad and how it can benefit writers like you in our community. Wattpad, stories you'll love. In case you missed our huge news, Moonlin and I are moving to New York City and 88 Cups of Tea will soon be produced in the publishing capital of America. And we're starting our massive road trip move from California to New York today. We're doing 88 Cups of Tea meetups along the way throughout our road trip. I'm going to share a map of our approximate route in our private Facebook group and our newsletter, so be sure to look out for it. If the idea of meeting up with us at a local coffee shop is exciting to you and you're able to meet up sometime between March 26th and April 3rd, be sure to jump in the Facebook comments or hit reply to the email newsletter to let me know which city you're at. I want to say hi to as many of you as possible, so if there's a higher concentration of listeners in certain cities along the way, we're going to note that as a stop. I am so excited about this and I cannot wait to meet you all. On to the next part of our intro, we recently restocked our limited edition 88 Cups of Tea mugs and we completely sold out. Thank you to every single one of you amazing listeners who grabbed a mug for yourselves. I'll be designing a different collectible edition of an 88 Cups of Tea mug each year, so look out for the announcements for the new ones in the near future. I also want to say a huge thank you to all of you who left a rating and a review for 88 Cups of Tea. I know it's a whole process to get through all the steps, and it means the world to us that you took the time. And thank you so much to our listener, Jess, who rated us five stars and wrote, 88 Cups of Tea is there on the list of best things that have ever happened to me. Host Yin Cheng is one of the most genuine voices out there and connects quickly and easily with each and every guest she interviews. Since subscribing a year ago, I have gone from feeling like I am floundering as an artist to having to find goals that I am working towards every day. That wouldn't have happened without the insight that I glean from each and every episode. But not only is the podcast itself all that is good in this world, the online community that I found through the podcasting is amazing. In it, I have found my people. We are cheerleaders, enthusiastic supporters of one another, and a group of humans who understand what it is to be a storyteller. I have found my writing partner and a whole host of ideas and utilities that I wouldn't have even known existed had it not been for the 88 Cups of Tea community. Yin, you have created something beautiful and being a part of it is one of the great delights of my life. Hugs from Texas, Jess. Oh my gosh. Jess, thank you so much for taking the time to leave such a heartwarming and thoughtful review. You are such a kind and wonderful human being, and I am so grateful to have you in our community. And thank you so much for always showing up with love in our private Facebook group too. I see you, girl, and you are amazing. And I hope I get to meet you in one of our meetups in Texas. Now on to our guest. I am so excited to introduce Ashley Gardner on our show. Ashley is the Deputy General Manager of Wattpad Studios Publishing. She works with Wattpad writers and publishers around the world to turn Wattpad stories into books. 
Ashley creates meaningful promotional and editorial partnerships with the publishing industry by leveraging the data and insights from the more than 400 million story uploads on Wattpad. This also helps publishers everywhere find exciting new voices and transform their business with data-driven decision-making. Before joining Wattpad, Ashley was Director of Content Management at Kobo, where she focused on expanding Kobo's existing catalog while developing new ebook stores in international markets. Prior to Kobo, she was Manager of Digital Development at Dundurn Press. In today's episode, we get into the nitty-gritty about all of this during our conversation, and Ashley unpacks everything in detail to help us better understand how all of this also benefits the writers in our community. We first kick off the conversation by understanding what Ashley's role at Wattpad entails and her personal journey that led her there, and she shares advice on how to begin a career in the publishing world. We continue to discuss how Wattpad builds readerships and audiences for their writers, how Wattpad is a space for authors to instantly interact with your audience and receive feedback, how to use Wattpad to help your research and editing process as an author, and how Wattpad's features can help you virtually connect with your writing group to share ideas and encourage one another. Ashley walks us through the relationships Wattpad has with publishers to connect users with the publishing world, and we discuss the most popular current trends that Ashley sees at Wattpad and how they're able to discover these trends. Ashley also shares the steps that you can take to increase your story's popularity on Wattpad, and we discuss the kinds of questions you should ask a publisher when they approach you and your story. Now let's dive right in. Hey everyone, we have Ashley Gardner with us today. She is the Deputy General Manager at Wattpad Studios and Publishing. Ashley, how are you? I'm so excited to have you on. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm so pumped. I told our listeners, our very longtime followers in our private Facebook group, that we have you as our sponsor and everyone's so excited about it. I would love for our listeners to learn more about you and also about Wattpad Studios. And I think it really help benefit our community. I'm really pumped about this. Why don't we kick it off first by finding out what fiction you read growing up that changed your life? Yeah, I was definitely thinking about this a lot lately. It, and it was really Little Women for me as the one book when I think about being young and reading. It was just such a great book about people that were my age at the time or a little bit older. And just that character of Joe who loved to read was definitely very influential to me. Is that what inspired you to get into the world of books and publishing? I was always a really huge reader growing up. It was definitely one of my hobbies and where all of my allowance went. And when it was time to finish university and get a job, I was definitely drawn to the publishing industry. That's so awesome. I want to get more into that. But before we do, could you walk us through your role at Wattpad and what that title means so that our listeners can understand a little bit more about what you do and how you help the company at Wattpad? I've been at Wattpad for about five years and my role's changed as we've grown so much in that time. Right now, what I'm primarily responsible for is helping Wattpad stories go beyond Wattpad and be developed into books internationally, not only print books, but ebooks, other projects like video games, helping find those stories that really resonate with the industry. My background's in publishing, so I do a lot of work connecting our authors to publishers, to agents, to retailers, Really anything in the whole vertical to do with the publishing industry is under me at Wattpad. Wow. Congratulations. That's so exciting. (laughs) I'm super curious and I know our listeners will be too. Your background 
is in publishing. Did you go to school for this to study specifically publishing or did you just kind of find your way into this world by interning? How did that work for you, especially for listeners who might be curious about the role and see a future in that for themselves? I had went to university for philosophy, so not necessarily directly related to publishing, but I was working on a thesis about how philosophy has been discussed in literature. So that was what my education was before that. I did have a previous career in the beauty industry when I was out of school. What? Tell me more. (laughs) I worked in marketing for beauty products for about two years. It was a job that I fell into after university, and it was great at that point in my life. And then I had gotten laid off, as a lot of people did at that point in time, of you know, 2007 and the shrinking economy. And it really gave me a moment to decide what I was passionate about and what I wanted to do next. When I decided that I wanted my next step to be into publishing, I joined a lot of professional associations. I went to lots of meetups. I am based in Toronto. And luckily, there are so many great groups like the Young Publishers Association and Ontario Book Publishers Association that would host regular meetups and pub nights. So it was great to meet other people and hear about what they were doing. And social media has just been so transformative for that. I think following people that worked in the industry and going to different events like that really helped me understand what the right roles were that were opening up. So I was able to move in with my marketing experience from my previous roles. I admire that you're such a go-getter. About how long was that when you said that you were putting feelers out there of when openings were? About how long between when you left the marketing job in the beauty world to the point where you got an opening in a position to enter into the publishing world? It was about a few months. I think November was when I left my previous role and I started in spring of the next year. I had definitely done some freelance projects in the meantime. I'd written for a few blogs and learned about things in that space. So it was a nice transition. And I was really lucky that I got to skip the interning process. I know that publishing can sometimes have a lot of internships where young people have to work for free in expensive mm-hmm. cities for a lot of time yeah. to even get a job. And that really affects the diversity of people that go into publishing. Yeah. And I'm really proud that at Wattpad, we pay our interns, which is something that I think is so important about encouraging young people to enter into that area. You are so awesome. That is really cool. So you mentioned that you also did writing a bit for the content on the blogs. Is that something that you're also passionate about our listeners, if not all, probably like 99% are aspiring writers. Are you working on your own stories, your own writing on the side while you do your thing at Wattpad? Or is this something you just love to champion? Everyone at Wattpad has to write. We don't have to all write entire stories. But I think it's so important that as someone that works here, we understand what the experience is like for writers using the platform. I I think it's important to know what the reaction is, what it feels like to post something, to get your first comment, to have votes and followers. And so I think that's something that we all try to understand as much as we can in the office. I love to write when I have time. At the office, we're always coming up with ideas for stories we'd love Mm -hmm. to see. We have a running doc of the ones that we'd love to write. And I can definitely see myself doing it one day. And for now on Wattpad, I just write a fun blog of things that I bought as a way to to keep posting and sharing my opinions on things. I love that you're able to find the time to do that. There's a lot of our listeners who are always asking about how most writers can balance full-time jobs and also finding the time to continue their work in writing and exercising that creative muscles. During your time at Wattpad, how have your roles evolved and changed? And also 
how has it affected your personal growth and how you've evolved? In five years for Wattpad, things have changed and grown so much. It's really like being on a rocket ship when you look at some of the numbers. And it's something that when I first started, I think one of my first decks for the company had said we had over 10 million monthly users. And now we have over 65 million in only five years. We've just seen a huge amount of growth not only in English-speaking countries, but internationally. And to be able to watch a community grow from a few thousand to a few million internationally in a specific country, it's just such an amazing thing to see how it grows and evolves. When I first joined Wattpad about five years ago, I had met Alan Lau, our CEO, at several book conferences about what is the future of publishing. And the more I heard him talk about Wattpad, the more excited I was about what they were doing and how they were really going to transform the world of literature, I was really excited to find a role and a good fit for me. And luckily, through a few meetings, we talked about what I wanted to do and what Wattpad wanted to do. And I came on to help advocate for more writers using Wattpad. So my first role here was as head of content. And it was really about how can we find the best stories on Wattpad and how can we encourage writers that aren't on Wattpad to come here? Some of those projects we worked on were getting Margaret Atwood to come and join. Amy Poehler launched her new book on Wattpad. We were able to work with publishers around the world to bring those exclusive first excerpts or new short stories just for the Wattpad audience. And through that activity, we found one of the biggest stories we'd ever seen was starting to grow. We were noticing a story called After on Wattpad, mm -hmm. and it had more readers of any Wattpad story we'd ever seen. And it was great to be part of that strategy of we're seeing this moment here. What do we want to do? We reached out to the author. We asked her what her goals and dreams were. And it really became a moment of hearing she wanted to be published and she wanted to hold her book in her hand. We decided to make that happen for her. And it was such an exciting process to be there with her through the posting of her first story to watching her do signings for thousands of people lining up in different international countries. And that really became a moment for us where we realized the potential of Wattpad to build a readership and build an audience. And that really helped inform the direction of us in building Wattpad Studios and realizing how the stories on Wattpad can help transform industries like the film industry and the publishing industry. How were you able to get Margaret Atwood and Amy Poehler involved? What was it about Wattpad at that time that you either pitched or shared with them for them to want to join and come on board at Wattpad? Because I feel like whatever you told them, I'm sure would be really interesting for us to hear. We're so lucky that Margaret Atwood, you know, an absolute icon, is also local to Toronto. I didn't know that. Yes. So she ended up meeting our CEO, Alan, and or she heard about Wattpad. She's someone who's so tech savvy and excited about new media. And for her, the excitement was that you could hear the response from your readers. You could see it happen live. You didn't have to wait writing a draft on your own and sending it to your editor. And a year later, it's released in bookstores. And then you see some reviews online. The idea that your readers could be part of it for you, I think that that's what so many authors see as being what's so transformative. You're not just writing in an echo chamber on your own. And I think Margaret Atwood said one of the things that really changed how I think about Wattpad in that she said, it's not an ebook, it's a digital campfire. There's something more alive about the storytelling. You're not just posting a text on a digital device to read, it's this digital version of that type of live narrative storytelling. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy that you said digital campfire, because that's what we 
call our private Facebook group. So I feel like it'll really hit home <laughs> with our listeners. We make it feel like a safe space and all can share. Everybody can just share what they're talking about. That's so fascinating. And Margaret Atwood is such a legend. So congratulations on that. That's a huge thing. What about Amy Poehler? I know she transitioned in as an actor and doing more writing. So was it the same approach? Yeah. So we are regularly meeting with leading publishers around the world. And HarperCollins, her US publisher, had been aware of Wattpad and looking for a fun project to do with us. And I think for her team, I don't know if you know that Amy Poehler also has a digital platform that she runs uh, for young women called Smart Girls. It's fantastic. I would definitely encourage you to check it out. But it's really about encouraging young girls to do the things that they want to do and to really empower them that you don't need to wait for anyone to do this with you. You can go out and do it on your own. And that platform had also profiled Wattpad as a great place that young women that are excited about writing can go and write their books. They can go and find an audience. The fact that we already had that great connection with them and for Wattpad, we have so many people online that both love to read. And also, if you're looking to reach young women who love to read, it's the perfect Venn diagram was Wattpad. And they really saw that as a huge audience for the upcoming book. So they did a contest to share the book was called Yes, Please. Yeah. And they encouraged our users to write about the moment that they said yes to something that scared them. It was a great moment that encouraged our audience to participate and share their stories. And they also shared a few advanced stories that hadn't been released yet about Amy's yes moments from the book. So Wattpad works alongside and with major publishing houses. It's not like working against them. So could you give us a little bit more insight on the relationship that you guys have with companies like HarperCollins and the other publishing houses? That was a wonderful example with Amy Poehler about how you guys were able to collaborate and work together. Are there other examples that you can let us know about or give us a peek into? I think that Wattpad can help writers at any stage of their career. I think to follow up on the example that I just mentioned, we see publishers reaching out to Wattpad all the time for book launches because if you're looking, again, to reach people that love to read, they're spending their time reading entire books on Wattpad. Our readers also love to buy books. So it's a great place that they can get in front of them and make them aware of new releases coming out. We've done some great things with different publishers and different projects. A lot of publishers will bring us short stories that writers have written to introduce our audience to that character or that world. Mm. Sometimes a publisher posts for free the first book in a series to hook readers. That's something that we did with Simon & Schuster for the book The Uglies by Scott Westerfeld, which was a fantastic YA book years ago. And the thing to remember is that there are always new teenagers every day. So it was a great moment for them to bring it out even a few years later and introduce a new cohort to that fantastic series. And we saw Random House do something really interesting where they had acquired a new manuscript by a new author in their romance division. And they decided that they were going to serialize on Wattpad the first draft to see how readers were reacting to it, what they liked, what they didn't like. And then they used that information with their editors to go into the editing process with the writer. Wow, saying, so it's like surveying. Exactly. And it was really amazing to see. It was a great romance by an author called Ruthie Knox. And one of my favorite moments from it was the main character had a hobby of beekeeping. And the questions that people had about the beekeeping and how it worked and how the honey worked, they actually ended up adding more scenes in of the beekeeping. So awesome. I didn't realize that you could use it as part of your research and to improve editing, which is really helpful. And I think that, well, yes, that's also all the ways that you know publishers are pushing content 
to Wattpad and to our audience, they're also really looking to us as a place to acquire new talent. We have a huge amount of stories on Wattpad. There's over 400 million stories now that have been posted to the platform. And it's a great opportunity for authors that are looking for the next big thing, because unlike other titles that they're getting from other sources, ours come with a tremendous amount of data. I can go to a publisher and tell them what the most popular story is in their country or in a particular city in a certain genre and where the readers are, which is great information, not only for the publisher, but for the retailers that are publishing that book. And we're really transforming that data-driven decision-making for so many publishers who haven't had that historically. Some of the trends right now that you notice, what are the most popular genres right now in the U.S.? Everyone is looking right now for diverse books, which is somewhere that, you know, we really excel. We have young people of backgrounds everywhere that are are writing stories on Wattpad and that are writing the stories that aren't being told in the traditional publishing industry, which has been really fantastic to see. We're seeing a lot of trends in thrillers. We're seeing a lot of teen thrillers being written and werewolves are definitely on the rise again. Oh, wow. During my time when I was in like middle school, high school, like years ago, it was werewolves and then it turned into vampires and I felt werewolves dropped off. That's awesome to hear that they're coming back. And for any of our listeners who are curious and would love to try out, what would you advise? Because I know you mentioned there's over 400 million stories. That's a massive amount. Any advice that you can share about what could help them get their stories read even more in terms of popularity? And if they don't want to lean towards the trend like werewolves, for example, is there any advice that you could share with them? Oh, absolutely. I think that even to your point, there's always those monster trends and those monster categories of where we're seeing the most popularity. But even in some smaller categories with our huge audience, there's still really big communities around things like literary fiction or horror or cozy cat mysteries. I think it's really about finding that tribe on Wattpad and finding other readers in it. I recommend to all authors that are joining to follow some other writers, look for some of the top stories in the category that they're writing and follow those writers and see what they do because it is a social network. It's not just a distribution platform. And I think one of the mistakes that I sometimes see writers when they join is they just join and post their story and wonder why no one's reading it. Some of those stories can be discovered if someone searches for the right thing. But as a social network, you're much more likely to be discovered if you're participating too. If you're reading and commenting on other stories and following other people and asking questions in the clubs, I think that's a a much better way to get noticed. That was really eye-opening. I was assuming it was more so posting it up there and then you follow each other. But there's also those communities that you're mentioning. So getting involved would be most helpful and also to get the word out there just to see that they're helping to contribute to the community. And I can see how that has returns as well. Thank you for mentioning that. Now, let's say they want to sign up. How does that actually work? Do they sign up with a username? They could sign up with a pen name. Could you walk us through the process? It's really easy to join. All you do is sign up. You can sign up with your Facebook account and that immediately will populate your name and your photo and find your friends. Or to your point, if you would like a pen name, which a lot of our writers do, there's no problem with that either. I think you can make up whatever name you'd like and there's no problems with that. Once you join, you can start posting your story. I definitely recommend serializing a new story and posting chapter by chapter, whether that's writing it chapter by chapter or posting an existing work with a new chapter every few days because Wattpad is so social and mobile. 
90% of our users are using Wattpad on their mobile devices. Anytime there's an update to a story that they're following, they get a push notification right to their phone. So it's a great way to keep someone hooked and to keep them coming back to the story on a regular basis. What's the time frame usually? Do they keep posting story every week or every two weeks for a year? I almost wouldn't use an average because it just varies so wildly depending on on the author. I can tell you that you know the readers are extremely voracious on Wattpad. If you're following any story, you'll see so many of the comments being, I can't wait for the next part or please finish and tell us when you're going to post next. I think whatever your schedule is, try to be consistent so that your readers know what to expect next, whether it's once a week, once a month, every day, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think just letting them know and posting that on your profile so that they know when to come back is, again, another useful thing to set that expectation. We have quite a few listeners who are, if not all, almost all seeking to be traditionally published, and many of them have literary agents already. Where does a literary agent come into this? Is this something that you also encourage those who are represented by literary agents to still do? And how do you think Wattpad can best benefit our listeners who have literary agents? Every agent is different, so I would definitely encourage your writers with agents to talk to their agent about what they're comfortable with. But the one huge benefit that I've talked to a lot of agents about is the level of data that all writers get on their works from Wattpad and how valuable that can be. By posting a story on Wattpad, you find out how many readers you have, how long they're reading, which chapters are more popular. I think it can be a great way to actually write and finish a story, to be motivated to finish it. I know for me, when I know people are waiting on that next chapter, it's easier to get it finished. I think the latest stat was that 91% of people say they'd love to write a book one day, but I'm sure a lot of your listeners who have done that, it's actually extremely hard. Mm -hmm. And I think Wattpad makes it easier because you can serialize it. You don't need your entire work. You just need one chapter. And then that positive encouragement and that, in some cases, friendly pressure to get it done can really help motivate authors to keep writing. So I know I've talked to a lot of agents who have used it as a way to encourage an author with their next project and to get that feedback, but also to understand where the audience is for an agent selling foreign rights to know that for some reason, even though the story is being written in English, it's really resonating with an audience in Germany. 10% of the readers are from there. It means that when they go out to sell foreign rights, they're definitely going to prioritize that territory. Very, very helpful. Just a thought that popped in my head. I know that our listeners are very community oriented and community based. Are you able to create groups or subgroups in your Wattpad system where it's almost as if here's all my fellow writer friends I know who are also using Wattpad, who are also from the New York City area. I'd love to create a little group within Wattpad where we can keep up to date on our newest stories and stay active and comment on each other's accounts. Is there something like that that you guys can do? There's lots of ways to do that. Wattpad does have a clubs and forums section that lets you post different topics and issues like that. But one of the best things that I would say for a group to do is to establish a tag. So Wattpad's all built around different tags and that's how different groups communicate. Sometimes authors will create their own tag that's representative of a genre that they're all writing within. That's how different fan fiction communities find each other is by, in some cases, the ship name of the characters they're writing about. If your readers tagged their works with 88 cups of tea and everyone was doing that, it would help them all find each other when they're joining a new community. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's actually why I was asking that question, because 
I know a lot of our community members within our private Facebook group, I don't let them critique each other's works in our private Facebook group. It's more of like a cheerleading station, you know, just to encourage everybody to keep going. But there's no actual work being shared in our Facebook group. When you're sharing more about what it's like inside Wattpad, I was just in my head thinking how cool that would be to have our listeners create their own 88 Cups of Tea group so that they can check on each other's work each week, especially with serialized to really get into the details of it. That would be really awesome. I love that you guys have that. That's really so much fun. Okay, we were talking a little bit about trends and everything. I know you mentioned that you're able to help spot what's going to blow up and stuff. Can we go into detail about that? How to spot the next bestseller over at Wattpad? And I know you mentioned you guys use a lot of technology to spot a lot of trends, but specifically bestsellers. We find things in a variety of ways and we're always tracking different data. For me, one of my favorite leading indicators that a story is really going to you know, grow a lot and blow up on Wattpad is how much time people are spending reading it because that helps Mm. us find stories that might not yet be the most popular. But if I'm seeing that, wow, an average of these, you know, first thousand people that have read it, they're spending 40 minutes reading it. They can't put it down. To me, that's a sign that we need to show this to more people. We need to help grow it. I think to me, one of the most important stats I look at, but it's also so important to look at different tags so that we're able to compare different categories to a smaller way, because it's a mix of knowing what is the industry looking for and what are we hearing that people want professionally and what are the stories we're finding on Wattpad that match that too. While we're obviously seeing our new trends explode and going out and shopping those, sometimes we'll keep hearing the same thing from a publisher of what they're looking for and being able to find the right stories that match that can really help create a bit of a you know magic pairing. Love it. Okay, so I'm going to open up to one of our listener questions. Her name is Amanda Lyons, and she says she knows you, and she used to be a (laughs) Wattpad star, and she said, tell her hi from AJ Winter, and that she (laughs) misses chatting on Slack. Her question is, what trends have you been noticing on Wattpad in terms of fantasy and science fiction? And then I'll go into the second half of her question afterwards. One of my favorite trends that I've been seeing on fantasy this year is new twists on mythology, but not you know, the traditional mythology that we know, learning more about East Asian mythology that we might not be as familiar with here and hearing authors from that descent take stories that they know from their culture and make them into these awesome kick-ass fantasy stories here. There's a great story like that on Wattpad that just got acquired by a publisher from an author that reimagined a lot of Norse mythology and created a fantasy called White Stag about the legends of goblins and stags and that whole world from Norse mythology, but with this new modern twist on it that I love. Oh, interesting. So that author was at Wattpad and that's how her story was developed? Yeah. Very cool. So second part of Amanda Lyon's question is, while writing online, when a publisher contacts you, what are things to notice about whether they're trustworthy or not? And she's asking this because she's noticed a lot of people in the fan fiction community are being published by a publisher who she once was approached by. And what are the red flags about these publishers, which offer an agent and basically an automatic book deal, but with minimal editing? Do you have any advice on that? I think that there has been a really dangerous trend that scares me of people that are creating profiles on the internet and saying that they're a publisher when all they're really doing is creating a print-on-demand listing on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And like you said, they just funnel it through. And I'm not saying that what this publisher is, but I'm definitely seeing a lot of them pop up and seeing a lot of younger authors sign things with them. A few things that I would say to do is definitely do your research, try to reach out to other authors that have been published by them 
and understand what their own experience is. Understand what the staff is. How many people do they have? What do those people do? What's their background that's letting them do this? If it's someone who self-published and did it successfully and wants to self-publish you, they're not necessarily doing a lot of the same things that a publisher would do. And I think in those cases, you should maybe ask for more. A lot of them will brag about how their royalties might be better than a publisher. But if all they're doing is self-publishing, you'd probably have much higher royalties if you self-publish on your own. I think making sure that a publisher has sales distribution, that they can get you into bookstores, that they have a team of people and that they aren't asking for rights they aren't going to use. A lot of publishers ask for everything with no reversion in some of these small publisher contracts that I've seen. Having a clear reversion and a clear path of if they don't use something or if sales drop below a certain amount of time that you get those rights back is so important. But I would really have a look at their other listings, see what else they've done. You only really get one chance with your book and make sure that it's someone that you trust. There's a great site called Writer Beware. And if you search for Writer Beware with almost any publisher name, you'll usually be able to find an article that they've written on it. Oh, wow. That is so helpful. I've never heard of that site. Thank you for that. We'll have that listed in your show notes page. I mentioned that a majority of our listeners are writers and or aspiring writers, but also that means that they love reading. Is it similar where they also have the community? So on the book reading side, so they can enter this community where they can choose the stories they want to read, enter this community of letting the authors know what they loved and didn't love about it. Are there any other perks for the reader side? Yeah, so readers can create their own reading lists too. We have a lot of people that use their profiles almost like a a library or curator. So you can create your own picks. You can share lists of stories. One of my favorite things to do as a reader is when I see a quote I just love, you can highlight it and share it to Instagram with some fun quote art. So there are definitely lots of fun features to do as a reader. We also frequently do contests that readers can enter to, whether it's a thing that you just need to vote on or, or say something. Readers make up a huge part of the Wattpad community. And so there's a lot for them to do as well. Awesome. Ashley, that was so great. And thank you so much for all the helpful insight because I really do want our community members to see how this benefits them and why they should try Wattpad. Hearing about it, reading about it, and just being in talks with you guys, I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so good for our community. And I think this was such a great eye-opening conversation. If there's anything else that you'd love to share with our listeners about Wattpad, please do. I would just almost reemphasize the numbers that I mentioned because I know we say them so fast. It's such a huge amount of people. There are 65 million people using Wattpad every month. That's bigger than definitely Canada, probably most countries. I don't know the population of all of them, but I think that it's just such a huge opportunity if you're an author to find a group of readers and to get that feedback and for readers to find their next great read. And I hope to see a lot of the 88 Cups of Tea authors. I think if they use that tag, I think that would be a great thing to see uh, what response they get from each other. I know. I hope so too. Thank you so much for that, Ashley. The final question, what are some small manageable steps you advise writers to take every week towards accomplishing their writing goals, especially from your perspective of being involved on the other side? I think probably something that all of your authors struggle with is just actually getting it out and written. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I'm a perfectionist. That was my biggest block of feeling like nothing was good enough or it wasn't ready. But as soon as you get it out and post it, you can go back and change it and just plowing through that first draft, not spending a lot of time re-editing things you've written already. That would be my biggest piece of advice. Thank you, Ashley. And now where can our listeners find you on social media to say hi? So I'm Ashley Gardner on Wattpad, actually on most social media as well. I'm (laughs) Ashley Gardner 
on Twitter too, if anyone has any questions. Ashley, you were so awesome on the show. Thank you so much. And it was so lovely meeting you. And thank you for your time. Thanks so much. It was great to be on. And I can't wait to hear more from your readers and writers and see more of the Mon Wattpad. Oh my gosh, me too. I'm so excited. Thank <laughs> you so much, Ashley. Thanks so much. And that wraps up our episode with Ashley Gardner. Ashley, thank you for that incredibly insightful and eye-opening conversation. I loved chatting with you. Storytellers, thank you so much for hanging out and listening in as always. Please say hi to Ashley over on Twitter at Ashley Gardner and head over to her show notes page at 88cupsofteacom slash podcast slash Ashley dash Gardner. Storytellers, I know that the majority of you are writers working on your work in progress in hopes of being published. I am so excited to collaborate with Wattpad, whose vision is to entertain and connect the world through stories. Wattpad connects authors with a massive global audience and community of people who love stories, from science fiction to romance and everything in between. And I know their platform can truly benefit you in finding an audience to share your work with. Entertainment companies and publishers around the world turn to Wattpad for fresh new voices and insights into the stories that people love. Hundreds of Wattpad stories have been published as traditional books and dozens have been adapted or licensed for TV, film, and digital video appearing on screens around the world. Anna Todd, whose story called After, has had more than a billion reads on Wattpad and been published as multiple books, which became New York Times bestsellers. Her story is also being turned into a movie, and Anna is just one of the many examples of their successful Wattpad members. Wattpad is the social network for stories, where 65 million people have shared more than 400 million stories in over 50 languages. Be sure to head over to w tt slash 88 cups to learn more that's w dot tt slash 88 cups or just head over to ashley's show notes page at 88 cups of tea.com slash podcast slash ashley dash gardner and we have it all linked up right there have a wonderful and super productive rest of your week and i'll catch you next thursday hey guys it's me again thanks so much for listening in on 88 cups of tea go create something magical today and i'll catch you in the next episode Bye.